You're listening to Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. I'm Alison Klein. Today, I'm with Michelle Lum from Fujitsu. Michelle, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm very excited to have Fujitsu on the program. Obviously, you're a wonderful collaborator with Intel, a customer of ours, a member of the Intel Cloud Builders program. Can you give us a context for Fujitsu's engagement in the data center and how you guys are approaching cloud computing? Okay, well, um, Fujitsu, we've been around for more than 75 plus years, and uh, we provide end-to-end -end ICT business IT solutions. And uh, one of the things in terms of moving forward is um, cloud computing. Obviously, there's been a lot of hype about cloud um, in business and uh, how customers can approach that. And we see that you know 30% of our business will come from cloud-related services in the next few years. And as such, um, Fujitsu has built a huge strategy around cloud computing. And basically what we're doing is we're building our own global cloud platforms. Currently in this first phase, we're represented in six different countries. Japan, naturally, because mm -hmm. that's our headquarters. Australia in Singapore. Uh, UK, Germany, and the US as well. And in the next few phases, we'll be building more global cloud platforms um, to make sure that we are you know, providing sufficient coverage for our customers. Um, within ASEAN itself, uh, just last month, we launched three different uh, cloud services. Mm -hmm. One, of course, is the global cloud platform in Singapore. That's really the public cloud where you know customers don't mind that their data reside outside of their countries. And of course, we also have the um, SAP infrastructure as a service. Mm -hmm. So that's um, a huge play for us because we are infrastructure providers. Um, and then we also have the uh, cloud professional services. So uh, this provides the consultation that's necessary to help our customers get onto the cloud journey. And then, of course, the software that will help our customers have a better experience when managing their private clouds, such as the uh, cloud infrastructure management software. We call that SIMS. You talked about the countries that you're operating in. Where are you seeing the biggest growth opportunity? Currently, it's um, all in Asia Pacific right now. Um, of course, uh, if we look at cloud, the European and US markets would still be huge markets for us, mm -hmm. clearly because uh, there's just so much focus on cloud as a whole, the company sees 30% of our business coming from cloud-related services. You know, I think a lot of our customers whom we've spoken to, especially in Malaysia, mm -hmm. they're beginning to explore and they want to know how they can get onto the cloud journey. And the government plays a huge role as well in providing the um, IT infrastructure, a bandwidth that's available to help all this come together. Are governments making the right investments in this space to ensure that that broadband network is there to take full advantage of this technology? Um, yes, I think uh, if I speak for you know Malaysia, definitely the government is pushing because basically their aim is to have a knowledge-based society. Can you give us a characterization of where you're seeing that type of internet adoption in Malaysia and, and what the environment is in terms of use of initial computers, growth of devices, and the type of adoption that you're seeing? Yeah, I, I think um, there's been a 
major growth spurt, in fact, on um, Facebook users. Mm -hmm. I think Malaysia ranks amongst like the highest uh, in terms of Facebook users, from the younger consumers all the way to the much older ones. They are all on some form of social network. And you know where the government is also helping is providing netbooks to the rural areas. Mm -hmm. uh, that's also with the hope that there will be greater awareness of technology usage in, in those areas, and even among schools as well. So they've come up with smart schools schools. Um, I know there's a lot of technology going around um, in the education sector, even with healthcare. Now they are talking about um, total health information systems. Those are also being put in place mm -hmm. um, amongst government hospitals. Um, and certainly financial sectors, uh, we see a lot of mobile banking going on. Consumers are encouraged to use technologies to interface with um, the banks versus um, physically walk into the banks. And then with Malaysia, even uh, from the government sector, there's a huge take up on technology because we, we, as a consumer myself, um, income tax is all online now. And we don't have to personally queue up in long lines like in the past just to file our income tax. Let's switch to Enterprise Cloud for a second. You know, you, you're here um, at the Intel Cloud event in Penang showcasing some of your Blade servers and a reference architecture uh, that the Fujitsu and Intel teams put together. So what we have on showcase is the uh, BX400 Blade server. And uh, basically these primary G servers provide for small medium enterprises. It's like a data center in a, in a box. We're making sure that you know even the smaller enterprises can have access to their little data centers. And of course, there's the uh, CX1000 uh, that was on display in uh, Intel's event um, in China. Mm -hmm. So that one's for larger enterprises. So we believe we have the technologies in place. And even in terms of setting it up, there are specific innovations that come from Fujitsu. So from the, the aspects of uh, cooling and you know even the green aspects, um, those are all included as part of our consultation to customers. If people want to find out more information about Fujitsu's products and services and the full array of offerings that you talked about, where would they go? They can go to our website, um, www.fujitsu.com, or you know they can just um, contact our office. Our office is within ASEAN. Our regional HQ is in Singapore. And of course, we have offices in Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, within the Southeast Asia region, and the rest of the markets. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you.